Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast. We're so happy you're here today to learn about how to create fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your business. Hi, business rock stars. I am honored to be your guest host today. I'm Nancy, the resident app mama at Unleashed Mobile Apps, and I had the privilege of being in the first edition. I'm volume seven, or I mean, excuse me, chapter seven of volume one. And I, my chapter is called Unleash Your Mind, Unleash Your Growth. Today, our guest is Maggie Mongang. She's a thought leader for small business and a tenured master business coach and strategist for almost 20 years now. Maggie is the CEO of Brilliant Breakthroughs, a coaching practice specializing in guiding small businesses to optimize business performance and leadership. She's all about improving the underserved small business sector. Maggie honestly believes small businesses are the accelerant of our economy, so much so that she founded the number one best-selling business book series for the small business. Don't worry, we'll share more about this later. Most importantly, like all good things, Maggie didn't do it alone. She invited tenured experts to join her in authoring the process. I actually had the privilege of being one of them. Welcome, Maggie Mongang, and congrats on being three-time number one best-selling author and the founder of the Brilliant Book Series. I understand the day that this is airing, you're shooting for the stars and going after your number four number one with your team of brilliant practicing experts. I know. Isn't that so exciting? <laughs> that is. Th this is very, very exciting. And your book is volume four the one with the amethyst purple color cover titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. And your chapter is number nine titled How Valuing Your Values Adds Value to Your Business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a lot of value. Value must be the core of a business. Oh, we're adding <laughs> oodles of value this year. <laughs> That is, that's fantastic. And listeners, you are in for a treat. We need experts like you to share your wisdom to help us navigate these innovative and transformative times. So shall we dive into it and help small business owners add value to their business? Ready? Yes, yes, yes. Let's go. I bet you have a couple of questions for me. I, I do. You know, um, I have to say, I've had the privy of, to, of reading the book. I, I got my advanced copy. And one thing I noticed you did something different this time, you shared that you are not only the CEO of a couple of businesses, but that you're an ordained minister too. Uh, why introduce yourself as such now? <laughs> well, let's start with the beginning because I am. <laughs> yes, you are. Okay. But, um, I think it's more relevant with the chapter that I wrote this chapter about values under the performance pillar of peace really melds my two worlds together of business and spirituality. Um, you know, I am an ordained minister. Interfaith is a good way to say that. Think of it like that. And my specialty is peace. How do you like that? I love it. I love it. So can you share with our listeners a little about the four performance pillars for the small business success? Yeah, I can. Okay, so this is really simple. 
And what I want to share is in the book, in the introduction of each book, by the way, read the introduction. We're one of the few books that actually has high value in the introduction because I explain what's going on in the business sector um, and how to improve the game. And one of the things that I do in the introduction is I share the, the framework that I have for my business, and that's how the book is actually structured around the four performance pillars for small business success. So in our title, we've revealed them and Nancy already shared them. The first performance pillar is profitability. The second is people. The third is productivity. And the fourth is peacefulness. So let me explain this a little bit because I think it needs a little, a little more juice than that. Okay, Nancy, can you give me a minute? I, I can, I can. So um, in fact, I, I think our, our listeners would probably appreciate the, the um, for you to define the values. And I also just wanna say that, uh, just so people realize this, the introduction into this book is unique for this book. So if you've read the other three uh, volumes that we have, everyone is tailored to what's going on now. So just, just so I would throw that in there. So please, um, I think they would appreciate you defining values. Okay, hold on, let me go back. Oh, okay. Let me, let me go back because that's where we're going to go next. It'll be the obvious to explain this. But I want to talk a little bit more about um, the four performance pillars for small business success, okay? Okay. And, and the reason why I want to do that is 2020, oh my gosh, it was like curveball after curveball for small businesses. And in our episode number, I think I want to say one, I'd have to look that up. Uh-oh. I'll put it in the show notes, which one it is. Um, it's a few back and I, about 10 back. So I did an update on what has happened in the small business sector regarding the pandemic. So I pulled together some research of some stats and I spend one whole episode just getting everybody aware of what's going on. And then I share about 30 tips on how to help you move through that, depending upon where your gaps might be in your business right now, because 2020 hit us hard as small business. Oh, it, did. it did. It did. And what's interesting is that the businesses that do take the time to evaluate their business and make the proper adjustments to the new way of doing business, which I think some of these ways are going to stay with us it's that that paradigm shift that we've had. I, I think that that's, it's really important that the four pillars are always at the crux. That has not changed. Well, it hasn't changed is right. For over a decade, it hasn't changed. I did a lot of research a decade prior to figuring out really what business is about and how we can take everything that we do and simplify it. That's one of my core values is simplicity. And I kept hearing from everybody, oh, there's so much to do. Oh, I'm so crushed. And I could go on and on. We all know the story. But I, I sat there and I listened to everything. And I'm like, it really is about four things. You have to have profit or mm -hmm. you can't exist. Right. 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 You need people. And people starts with us. So even the small business owner is considered a people. You have customers. You have vendors. You have internal people, external people, we outsource all sorts of things too. That's all people stuff. 
And then right. we have productivity and productivity isn't exactly what we always think it is. And then peacefulness, because um, peacefulness is a tricky one. We all say, oh, that's a kumbaya thing. And I'm going to tell you, no, it's not. That's not what it's about. You can have a ton of profit and have no peace. Right. I see it all the time. And when I share the title of our book with people, they always sigh when I say finding peace in your business. Mm-hmm. And, and it's happened so many times. And now I just wait for it before I say the next thing. <laughs> It is true. And I, I do believe that people don't realize that peace is something that if that's not one of your core values, then you really need to reevaluate your day to day operation, because it is important to have peace, it, it definitely is at the crux. And it, it's what keeps you fueled and gets you up the next day to do it again. Right. And, and the subtitle is fresh perspectives. So we use best practices and we have fresh perspectives to keep everything current. So typically people, when they would hear self-management and self-leadership or even balanced leadership, utilizing core values, daily practices, mindset, overall well-being, they typically don't put that in a peace category in their head that that's going to bring them peace but that's exactly what will bring them peace and <laughs> being the peace minister i am i've been wanting to write about this chapter for four years now <laughs> wow wow so, so here we are and i'm stoked because in the introduction i share the framework so people understand what these four performance pillars are but i also have an image that talks about if you're experiencing this, that probably means you don't have peace and people and productivity and peacefulness in the way that you need to for your business to be successful and you. And then mm-hmm. I also have another column that talks about, hey, when I'm experiencing this type of stuff, I know I got that performance pillar in the right direction or stronger. It may not be as strong as it needs to be yet and solid, but it's getting stronger. So I really encourage everybody to make sure that they're going back and reading that because, you know, the one thing that I always hear about productivity and time management and everybody feeling the squeeze is they're, they're like, well, I just need to this. I just need to that. I just need to get a better scheduling tool. And okay, all that may be true, but I know that the root of the conversation is all about priorities. And this is your answer about values, okay? Right, right. And, you know, I gave up being at war with time a long time ago. <laughs> that, that's exactly what it is. And, and as people say, you know, I've heard often that people will say time is money, but it really isn't. Time is limited. Money is abundant. So if you align properly and you have your core values, and that's what's driving you, everything else will start to fall into place. So please, let, let's go back to my question before, because I don't want our listeners to miss this, is that they would really appreciate if you could define values. Okay. Values. This is so simple. It's a very short sentence. Your most important beliefs, attitudes, and behaviors are core values period. 
That's it? Yep. Attitudes and behaviors. Wow. Everybody always tries to overcomplicate it. (laughs) Back to simplicity, Maggie says. Okay, that's my core value. So one of the things that I find fascinating is small business owners don't see this as simple as it is. And they don't realize that these three things consistently screw up their productivity, time management, whatever they want to call it. Okay. And they don't make better decisions on what they're doing because they don't know what their values are. So it's, it's not time management, time management, which in uh, volume two, I do a whole chapter on productivity right? and how we're addicted to busyness and how to break that. So that, you know, that's a totally different conversation, but the reason why we're having problems with priorities is because we don't know that at the root of that, it's all about values. So this is, values is something really funny. This is deep. It's not mm, what mood we're in today. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) That's not what values are. Because, you know, when I say beliefs, attitudes, and behaviors, you can say, oh, well, I have really good values today and I have really not good values tomorrow. Mm, No, that's not what we're talking about at all. That's just how you choose to react and respond to circumstances throughout a day. What we're talking about is values. Values are what shapes our lives and our businesses. And over the past year, I I knew I wanted to write about values starting last year because I started seeing things. And then in January, when I started my research, I was blown away because as we know, in America, we kept moving into um, the pandemic and becoming aware of the pandemic. And I'm like, wow, this is even more important this year than any other year we've had in the book series. So, you know, divine timing, right? Correct, correct. Everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to. Yeah, so imagine this, Nancy. Here it is, January. I'm doing oodles of research on this topic, and I was amazed at how much there was out there because we don't talk about it. Right. In business, right? Yet the most of the biggest and most successful CEOs of companies referenced how important their values were. And that here was my surprise that it was their primary focus. Did you know that? Yeah. No, it's, it's sort of mind blowing. So Tony Shea, who's the retired CEO of Zappos, um, he is often credited for creating a really great organizational culture. And he talks about values as being a key ingredient for Zappos success. And I put this quote in my chapter and his quote is your personal core values define who you are and your company's core values ultimately define the company's character and brand. So I'm going to, I'll continue the rest of his quote in a moment, but think about how many of us are in the frenzy because it's a real hot trend now to get our brand right. And it's a very important element of business. I have a marketing background. I know this. (laughs) (laughs) And and I, I'm really tight on consistency of branding as you well know, being Mm -hmm. in the book series. Right. So I, I love this because until we know what our values are, we don't know what our brand is. And, right. our, and our, our personal can be different from our businesses' values, okay? Hmm. So interesting. 
Yeah. So he continues with, for individuals, character is destiny. For organizations, culture is destiny. And culture comes from values. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So really, as small business owners, exploring our values and defining them for us, and and that's extremely important to us. And you know, so I guess I don't understand why aren't more people talking about this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my question, too, because, you know, I've always done this. But here's the answer. Big business is, and that's pretty obvious. I just, you know, shared the biggest and the best companies are doing this. So they're already talking about core values. And there are very large firms that specifically work on values with those companies and, and that's really cool. But there are some people who are full-time practitioners and unfortunately they tend to focus on big business. Why? Well, high ticket sale. Mm, makes, right. makes sense, you know, profitability, right? Right. So it's, it's very fascinating, but still it isn't enough. And Nancy, do you remember when you were back in your corporate days where in the organization would hold endless meetings about creating a vision and a mission statement. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and here's the funny thing, all those meetings, all that talk, then they get it dialed in and they put it up on a big placard on a wall somewhere and everybody goes, Oh, yay. And then nobody talks about it again. Right. I know. I don't understand that. They put all this energy into it and we're supposed to walk by it every day and, and you stop seeing it as you just walk right by it. So yeah, what, what's up with that? Oh, well, you know, I, I could tell you lots of things that were up with that, but <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have that kind of time right now. So yeah, well, stay on task today. Um, right. I, I really think that's a shame because values should be alive. They actually are alive and they should be a living document and a statement. And oftentimes it's an unspoken statement. They really should be infused to everything that we do all day long. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I'd like to go back to that. Um, so it's clear that we need to do more active work on identifying our core values, but how do we bring that to life? Oh, now we sound like GE. We're bringing good things to life. There we go. <laughs> how did you know that was my corporate? I was at GE. That's where I started my corporate life. Oh, there you go. There you mm -hmm. go. So you know all about resurrection. I'm bringing good things to life. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. Okay. okay. Well, let's, let's talk about this a little bit because it's really interesting, Nancy. And we already are living our core values. And two of the people that I conducted interviews with, Kimberly Elaine, who's a high performance coach, and Susan White, who's a licensed social worker. And Susan is part of our series as well. She's penned a chapter or two, two matter of fact, um, revealed that values are actually already active and alive in our business. We simply aren't aware of it most of the time. So I wanna say, remember this, remember values are beliefs, attitudes, and behaviors. We are revealing these all day long in everything that we do. I'd like everyone to think of them, um, your values as a tone, which a hmm. lot of people would call culture that we have in our business. Oh, 
Interesting. Okay. Uh, do you have an example of that? Yes. Why, of course I do. <laughs> Been doing this for a while. I have quite a few examples, but let's do a real simple one. Let, as I say, let, let's keep it simple here. <laughs> okay. I have a previous client who is dealing with um, a values difference with an employee right now. And uh, they are a small business owner who is very peaceful, calm person. And that's the environment that she created. Customized business to the max. And she wants to have some coherence between her personal approach and her business approach. So she has built in things like everything is systematized. And that is one of the ways that she supports peace and profit. So they hired a person who appeared to be in alignment only to find out that that person was unreliable with attendance and performance. Worse, they did show up when they did show up, excuse me, they were a real negative Nelly. Is that right? Yeah. Negative Nelly. And they put a damper on all of the other employees on the days that they were scheduled to work. Huh. Interesting. And thank you for not saying negative Nancy. I appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, so, so think about that. The tone of the business and that employee aren't harmonizing, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. And that's why I, I say it's a tone. Think of it like, you know, a musical tone. And if you don't, they can clash at times, right? We're not going to get into music theory right now. But we all know that sometimes when you hit the wrong key, it goes, eh, and that's what happens to us. Eh. <laughs> you like the sound effect exactly exactly and and i do i do agree with you because it's it's to me the dynamics of the group is so much more important and i think that's right where you're going that that energy clash yeah yeah and it's because the belief and or the attitude and or the alignment are misaligned hmm therefore it's not harmonized and i i address that in our chapter really nicely excellent excellent so we definitely need to to read that chapter and to be able to get a good handle on this balance that you're talking about and that the um the values uh, the core values are really really important and it's about the alignment of them yeah, really. we, we can talk more about this in a couple of our other episodes. Yeah, actually, I, I really, I know that you work with your clients in infusing their values and everything that you do. I mean, values is at the core of what you do. And I'd like to ask you more about why this isn't being addressed in the business culture overall. But I see we're kind of out of time. So can we discuss this more in another episode? <laughs> yes, <laughs> we definitely need to. I'd be happy to because... The why is extremely fascinating. And I do address it in uh, chapter nine specifically so people understand. But if somebody doesn't have the book yet, let's, let's make sure we do that in our next episode. Excellent, excellent. So the why is in the chapter as a teaser that that is being launched as this is airing today. So that is very, very important. So there's your teaser to get that book and to go ahead and read the why because we are fueled by why, no question about it. So, right. Um, so, right. hey, listeners, uh, this is how you can learn more and engage with the three time number one best selling author, Maggie Mongang. 
start by reading chapter nine in volume four of the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. You can get that today. Actually, it is available right now. And your gift um, for businesses performance by accepting the invitation to simplify your small business success that Maggie is offering you on her author's page at the end of her chapter. Um, Maggie, what, what is the free gift that you have to help people further with their values? Oh, yes, it's, it's so cool. And I'm excited about that. Small business owners can begin exploring their values through this really simplified, aha, uh -huh, there it is again, simplicity uh, inquiry. It's called the Small Business Core Values Initial Inquiry to get everybody moving on this. Oh, great, great. Uh, plus, I want to say at the end of your chapters, there's all sorts of social handles there for people to be able to connect with Maggie as well. And here's something that's really cool and very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> right now, you can see everything about the book, how to get a hold of it, how to get a hold of Maggie by going to the books app, Brilliant Biz Book. That's Brilliant Biz Book. Just search for that in any of the stores. And when you are in the app, you can click on Ask an Expert and you'll see Maggie's name. Just click on it, type your question, and she'll reply right back to you. Now, how's that for a bonus? Direct contact with the authors. And last, feel free to go back and listen to Maggie's other episodes where, uh, where she's being interviewed. There's, gosh, uh, I want to say there's 24 where she reveals how you can simplify your process to success to win big in the 21st century. And we'll, let's just put all of those down in, in the show notes here because I could rattle them off, but you know, it'd be much easier if we have them in the show notes for your reference. I so, agree. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So Maggie, I, I have to thank you for your time and your wisdom sharing today. It's been fantastic. Thank you, Nancy. The, it's, it's, uh, a real pleasure to share how important this is to help small business owners win big in the 21st century. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And listeners, again, I'm Nancy Lucchese Schwab. I'm the resident app mama at Unleash Mobile Apps and one of the authors in the original volume one. And we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, where you will learn about how to create your brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. Until next week, shine brightly.